Welcome back to Diddleland. When last we left off, the team fought their way out of heaven. Well, not exactly heaven. The hunting grounds. Yeah, there was a, there were a lot of demons. Yeah. It was there was a heavenish. lot of stuff going on. There was there was this tree. There was a really big tree. There was a scientist uh, driving a laser that was propped up on his <laughs> own body. Yep. And after all of your trials and tribulations, you were given a one-time use equation you could write on any door that would temporarily turn it into a massive weapon for you. And uh, you left the door to find a very confused uh, Smith and Robards person. It's your good buddy. And, but before we start off properly, I need to give everyone chips. So, X. You're first, alphabetically. Which means you get red, white, white. Already. Next oh. is Greg. Uh, did you put that legend chip that I used back in the pot? Yes. Okay. Damn chips. Greg, you get triple white. Ooh. Congratulations. I'm getting joshed over here. Quit joshing me. Speaking of, Josh. <laughs> oh my god, my mind is blown. <laughs> well, tell all your friends. Red, white, white. Wait, sorry, what was that? Red, white, white. Red, white, white. Okay. Yep. Sounds great. Kevin gets white, blue, white with a luck of the Irish giving you... Why'd I have to put these chips in such a long sock? <laughs> I mean, you're the sock keeper. I don't. I don't think this sock used to be this long, actually. <laughs> no, of course not. You dumped a bunch of clay uh, poker chips in. It, it. got chipped up. Let's <laughs> yeah. well, get you an actual hat or something. <laughs> or a basket. You get an additional blue chip for your luck, of the Irish. Ooh, nice. And Susan gets red, white, white. Cool. All right. So it is pretty late at night, and you are met with. Uh, with your quote-unquote handler, Michael, who is looking very confused that you just sort of stumbled out of a door behind which was a field in the middle of the day. But he's composed. He's seen strange things. You'll never guess. not that kind of strange. You'll never guess where we've been. Uh, I think you're right. Aren't you gonna even try? Uh, Tucson? Somehow worse. Oh, worse was wonderful there. What are you talking about? <laughs> Except for the, the demons. Heavens. All right. Did you uh, do anything productive over there? Uh, yeah, we found him. These are his notes. Oh, not bad. So uh, then, he's gone to the great beyond, but at least he had his clothes. I suppose we can all only be so lucky. No, apparently not... we can't. And and a giant piss off laser. He's not dead. What's a laser? Where dead people go? A what? <laughs> Tumbleweed blows by. <laughs> it latches onto a rabbit and eats it. <laughs> it steals the word laser from the conversation and rolls away. Everyone forgets it. <laughs> I don't know, some sort of collimated light beam. There we go. Wait, like a support you beam? Have tumbleweeds in this game. If only we had a shortening based upon the letters involved. Perhaps an acronym of some kind. <laughs> My cousin's an acronym. He follows the circus around. <laughs> I got a cousin in an acronym, yeah. 
I serve an acronym. <laughs> this whole game's an acronym. Oh, I'm sorry, that's an anachronism. <laughs> Do you think that device of his was stimulated by a mission of radiation? Nah. Alright. What's radiation? What's that? Uh, it's that stuff that's good for you when you... That, uh, that, other, that other green rock, not the ghost rock, but the other one. The one that don't oh, scream. But it's good, oh, enough, yeah, it's it's good radium? for radium. Oh, yeah, purposes. it's great on food. Exactly, yeah. Sprinkle it on your food, get a belt that has some right up on you. It's apparently real good Are for you. Are you talking about a cursed jade gem from some culture that's being overrun by white people that we stole? No, I'm talking mm, about radium. Nope. Okay. Just the stuff that glows in the dark. It's a rock that glows <laughs> in the dark, and it's supposedly real good for you. Okay. Also, this uh, we're nine years off of radiation discovery. I mean, well, there's mad science. I named all it after radium. I assume that something's coming off of it. That's good for you. <laughs> yeah, there's some guys squinting at it going, "Wait a minute, right now!" But nothing no that pretty it. could be bad for you. Or we could call it radiaclum, since I named it. Well, who all cares right. about that? Let me tell you about the time I killed a demon. I mean, it sounds like you had a, about as successful a day over there as you as you could have. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. I'm the first living man to walk into heaven. What are you talking about? One heck of a selkie, and also you weren't. Well, I guess you I were. Was the... No, what yes. about that Job feller? Didn't he go or Enoch? That's the one. Yeah, we we should at least give credit to the man who died for the discovery. Oh, yeah, but course. he wasn't alive when he went up. But that Enoch feller. Different achievement. Yes. Seeing all those angels made out of wheels and eyes and stuff. Ain't none of you read your apocrypha? I I don't I don't <laughs> usually have apocryphal sermons. <laughs> anyway, you to get a load of them Dead Sea Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love it. <laughs> through uh, mechanisms I don't really understand, although I'll be looking through to see if I can. We have a a door-based super weapon. Well, ain't that just charming? Oh, by the way, uh, he takes an envelope out of his uh, out of his vest and hands it to you, Gabe. What's this? He'll I told you, I get it, it for you. Uh, it's a small paper, uh, like sort of cardstock license that says. Uh, the holder of this is hereby li- licensed to tamper with all of the laws of reality that we hold holy, holy and sacred. Ten bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that certification. Now, that only lasts you a couple days now. What? How long does it uh, last? Depends how much you use it. So more of a permit than a license? More or less, yeah. All right, fine. Well, we're not counting this one. He motions over his head at the door, at the space they walked out of. <laughs> And that wasn't also, I had to give him an extra dollar as a tithe. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. Now then, that's that's one of the friendly sciences down. We got a couple more to go. What are you thinking next? The one place untouched by capitalism, Spay. <laughs> if you need space, you came out to the right place. You can just walk out onto those salt barrens. That's true. Yeah, but Except you got to dodge the snake whalers. A... Yeah. I gotta dodge the worm whalers and don't and get anywhere near the lake. Wouldn't they be wormers rather than wa- worm whalers? That's, didn't we say it's, that it's, earlier? I call them land sea lions. The book refers to them as worm whalers. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> They're just worm- Look, it, yeah. it's a union thing. The whalers union insisted that worm whaling was a subset of whaling. 
You want to use our harpoons, yeah. you use our name. <laughs> that makes an unfortunate amount of sense. <laughs> I didn't think the Union had any sway out here. No, the labor union. I hear they're going to be real powerful for a couple decades and then forgotten about. Are we sure it just doesn't take loud off keys? Not as long as I'm around. And that's Whalen, but like spelled different. I'm I'm not too not too invested in the particulars of Worm Whalen. What about Worm you, Whalen, you Tommy? I'm sorry. We're real <laughs> anachronistic tonight, I guess. So, scientists, eh? Where was the last uh, place that you heard about Tremaine? He's the one that does the grid, right? Oh, yeah. He's he's around. You can go talk to him. Well, first off, what the hell is this grid? Oh, right. Um, uh, power plant. The, the power plant. The Salt Lake City Electrical Facility. It's uh, Hellstrom's plant number 42. Or 24, sorry. Wait, there's that many of them? Or did you just name 24 for fun? There ain't 42, but there's definitely 24. That's a lot. Sure are. Also, electricity. Hey. Well, isn't that a myth? It no, is not we've a had myth. incandescent light bulbs for like We established, years. yeah, there's lights and stuff that are yeah. actually Well, guess light what? Bulbs. I'm not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> from the deep south. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Confederate territory. Well, I don't know. We, we just sort of light belches in lanterns. Lord. <laughs> You just throw your match to a nearby pile of moonshine. Are your... <laughs> they doing AC or DC? Well, uh, we are we are a very far distance from DC. No, I mean like <laughs> I'm I'm going to be outside. I'll. You I'll are outside. Know. There's no walls in this place. <laughs> then I'll go back inside. There's no walls it's in this place. Outside of earshot. <laughs> How can you go outside if there's no inside or outside? Are you gonna go back in the door, back into outside? Listen, go let's back go into find heaven this door. <laughs> go knock, knock fella. On door. Let's make sure that his hand ain't all melted together and gross, and get him to help us out. I get it. Yeah. Yep. When was that book no. written? In the future, it makes sense. I have but, no idea, honestly. But to investigate this. Sid Greaves man's claims, but I wasn't really made sensible for now. 1943, so that's a ways back. In the future, rather. That's a ways in the future. Um, if we're gonna bomb the grid, we should have a, a reason to... Wait, why are we bombing it? Figuratively. I thought we Maybe just, literally. I thought we were just... Probably figuratively. Getting friendly with Johnny... Not Johnny Tremaine. What's his first name? Dr. Tremaine's first name? Gregory, actually. Greg Tremaine. Talk I figure we can just go meet him, find out about the grid, and figure out yeah. some of his opinions. Maybe have him, like, yeah. strategically shut it down, depending on if there's, like, defense systems or something we need to sneak past. Right, well, that seems likely, but, uh, first you gotta find the guy to talk to him. I thought you said he was around and you knew where he was. I do. Probably in his study, or maybe his kitchen, maybe the bedroom. You'll have to find him. Do you well, he's going to be easier to find than are you going to tell me that dear like, departed friend? All those different parts of his house are all scattered about this town or something. Nah, problem is uh, his house is built on the side of a mountain. Well, that's no problem. Nah, no problem at all. Not 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 like this one here. Like on the side. No, no. Upwise. Mountains all are right. low. Stranger to me, I'll be fine. How do we get to his house? Stairs. I'm assuming a lot of stairs. Fair amount, yeah. Give me a rope and a pick, I'll get up there. Well, these boots were made for walking. I'm afraid. Gabriel lights a cigar and tunes out. 
<laughs> I have a jetpack. Fuck this. <laughs> and I will say, uh, some of his visitors never come back. Well, sure. Maybe he's a very nice host. Maybe he is. Lots of roommates. Maybe they fall off the cliff, uh, fall off the stairs before they get to him. Or maybe, maybe they do. He's a murderer. I mean, that's maybe always also an option, Clem. Listen, these maybes are wonderful, but let's get going. We shall. It's already very dark. So, you want to head out now, or you want to rest up in the hotel first? Oh, we have a hotel. Wonderful. I was saved by my book about selkies, so I'm fine. I would love a warm meal, not on something moving. I do have a demon hole in my stomach, but it's not terrible. A demon hole? Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> Elizabeth's shirt has like a claw mark across his gut. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> my gut or the wound? <laughs> Have some kind of if, man of God about to take care of that. Man of God. No. Fire right. uh, You looking? You looking for faith healers? I mean, well, there no. should be plenty in this city. I mean, if it's God, a demon, is. what did it? Then it's probably got some sort of unholiness all about it. I suppose. Oh, it looks wait. like a pretty, no, pretty I mean, normal I, wound to me. I, I can give him a bit of the hair of the dog to bit him. I suppose. I take out my more demons. Blessed bullet and I poke <laughs> the wound with it. A demon hair. <laughs> Or he just kind of jammed that blessed bullet into his was, uh, wound. I'm not going to jam it in. I'm just poking a little bit. It's blessed. This is good for it. Ow. Ow. <laughs> does this hurt? Poking the, the holy bullet into the wound. I mean, it's yes, it does. It. <laughs> As a matter of fact. Ow, demon. Get does out. it feel like holy pain or just, you know, open wound pain? Yeah, which is... is it more of a divine burning or just wound pain? Ow. Oh, stop that. Uh, it's mostly just wound pain. I wipe the bullet off and put it away, and then I take a silver bullet <laughs> Just in case there's some... Maybe just needle and thread? I mean, I what happens if I do a doctor and an occult check? You can do that all you like. Didn't everybody get demon punched at the end of last session, too? Nah, I'm good. No? Yeah, I think... I spent chips... Oh, yeah. right, I was the only one to take it, I didn't care, because I'm a tank. Well, also, I think Axe, by necessity. I didn't take any damage, did I? The demons punched everyone? No, there, there a was a roll to avoid end. it. I think you were, like, the only one who didn't. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, did we I spent did... chips, is what it was. We spent chips to avoid No, because I can't spend chips. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everyone yeah, I took it because uh, it made me stronger, actually. Oh, yeah, your whole berserker thing. I can ignore it and get berserk, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think I could use a nice bottle of whiskey and a drafting table. I'm with you on the whiskey. I'm with you on the drafting table. Nah, whiskey. Wait. Uh, remember what I said about this being a dry Yeah, state? no, I just thought of that and I cursed. And why do you think I bought them all on the train? <laughs> I mean, you... all I'm saying is uh, if you want, uh, there is a place you can go. No, There's always a place you can go. There's a place called the Rust Bucket. Okay, okay. Inspires confidence. Tell me more. Uh, they technically have a license to serve uh, leftover products. Leftover. And as well. it turns out, they manage a loophole that, uh, well, as it just turns out, the byproducts of uh, leftover farm grain. See where I'm going with this? Is alcohol. No. <laughs> Problem is, they serve it in actual rusty buckets. That's fine. I take that challenge. The iron's good for your blood. Now I would have figured you for a monkey wrench, boy. Excuse me. It's uh the mad scientist saloon. Wait, they can have. 
Well, I mean, they, what do they, they have serve? sarsaparillas and uh, waters. Damn, I have beers. I am not going there for sodas. Are you sure they serve a mean sarsaparilla? That, that sounds like a very dainty time. I don't know what you're talking about. Beyond that, there's just the ledge and the steamer. Okay, what do they serve there? Uh, good times and soot. Clem starts walking towards the rust bucket. Yeah, sounds promising, but I need a buzz first. Clem does not know where the rust bucket is. So Clem just walks in a direction. So you begin walking down the side of this mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly vertical. Oh, wait. Right. I guess you're moving the train first. I don't have to do anything with the train. Just walk on down. Yeah. That's that's right. Is the rail at an. Is it inclined or declined, I guess? Now the rails do go down, yeah. Could I get. Can I wipe some grease on a cloth? Like, say, this blindfold I stole, and then use that to slide down this rail like I'm doing a sick grind. So that I'm I can get down. going to the hotel. So you're going to oil up a blindfold <laughs> and use it to surf down a train rail to a tavern you don't know the location of. I assume that the... Roll nimbleness. Okay. I assume they're roughly the same direction is all. I perhaps say yeehaw. Tarnation. I got a nine. All right. I'm not going to say it's the most graceful thing. But but believe you me, Clem is never the most graceful thing. But you do manage to save a little bit of uh, save a little bit of leg wobbling. I even train better than trains. Fuck you, train. Good riddance. (laughs) All right, but them rails start rumbling. You better get off. Fight me, train. I, I, I don't think there's ever been a better time to acquire a nice, solid laudanum habit than right trying. about now. Technically, that's so loud out here. <laughs> this is way better than train. <laughs> oh, I need a drink car behind me. Alright, um... So I imagine I'll going you. so slow, too. <laughs> I'll I'll just lead y'all to uh, the rust bucket then. Jumps <laughs> like a watcher anyway. It's like yes, yes, thank you. All right, so you guys. I just invented the, s- the ollie. <laughs> <laughs> so you go down the side of this mountain, and you start going into Junkyard Proper, the uh, the factory district of Salt Lake City. Which, in all honesty, seems to have a much, much greater pros- uh, population than uh, Salt Lake City proper. And soon you find the night sky is being removed from your view by um, by all of the steam pipes that are moving from building to building. Mm. It gets bad enough that you're pretty sure some of them go nine, ten layers deep before you could see sky. And as you turn around one of the corners of Junkyard... You start to hear the distinctive wail of Ghost Rock, and up ahead, sort of barely illuminated by streetlights, there's this large, almost cylindrical humanoid figure made of metal, steel, awkwardly walking its way through the, uh, through the junkyard streets, steam gouting out of its joints. Does that match the description of any of the scientists we're looking for? It does not. In fact, uh, it doesn't look like a person at all. In 
Rather than a hand, it has a large three-pronged grasping claw, and on the other, it appears to have uh, it appears to have the end of a sawn-off shotgun. He looks pretty handy. Oh ha ha! What is that? That there's one of Hellstrom's automatons. Although what? Is there a person in there? Uh, there must be, right? If it's called automaton, that means it moves automatically. Uh, I never seen inside one of them. I don't advise you trying either. Um, from down a ways, shouts. If it's called an automaton, that means it acts automatically, so there's probably not a person in it. Yeah, well, Hellstrom calls his things a lot of different things. Well, if he's smart, then he'd know how to use Latin. <laughs> maybe he just wants us to track. think there ain't some minute. That's a lot of maybes that you're shouting out across the street. Just tell <laughs> Why us are you of over maybes? there? Because <laughs> the rust bucket. I assumed it was this way. <laughs> from, a, from a nearby window. I'm trying to sleep! Well, then tell him where the rust bucket is. I'll stop shouting. It's over there! Thank you kindly. And I flip him a dollar coin and I go towards the rust bucket. Kick flip off your rail. Another one. <laughs> oh, it's not the hedgehog style. <laughs> Kick flip what? The blindfold? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at this. <laughs> right then. Let me mark off that dollar. Sure. Alright, so... You come up to a place that actually does have a lovingly rendered sign that, uh... Yeah, lovingly re rendered sign that says the rust bucket across it in old-timey saloon lettering. There's a I mean, picture it's, of... It's not that old right now. Well, sure. There's a picture of a somewhat poorly rendered man uh, with one foot on top of a bucket, winking and putting his thumbs up towards the uh, <clears throat> the viewer. Oh, is it neon? No! It How could crooked be. are these letters? <laughs> it's not neon. It's charming. It it's illuminated be. by Street Lantern. <laughs> now, their sign needs work. A little bit of light, maybe. And color. So, what, bright-colored paint? I'm going to be absolutely mortified by this place, aren't I? Probably. Well, that depends on who's in there right now. I suspect you find it less mortifying than the good Mormon bars. Well, we'll I, I don't quite take your meaning. We'll see if the Skullchucker crowd's in. Skull you gonna go drink chucker? sarsaparillas with, uh, the locals? <sighs> I, I, I suppose, uh... Why are you all so down on sarsaparillas? Because we have a line of, our, our line of work is somewhat psychologically taxing, and the inability of this country, or religion, or government, or both, uh, to deliver us from these, this taxation is unpleasant. I'm not going to drink sugared root water when I can have fermented root water. Let's go. Now come, let us, let us see if the skull chucker crowd is in the saloon. Gabe, I want you to think me, about so. those words you just said. I'm not saying you need to make a decision about them, but just think about them. I didn't get to where I am by thinking about what I said. Didn't? You're a scientist. Aren't you? A... Exactly. Yeah, that means I'm a You're man of action. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. With bad science, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Alright, so you walk in and, uh,. You're met with a distinctive smell of sweat, vomit, and old beer. 
and that honestly is not the worst of the assaults on your senses in this place. Rumbling around the center of the place, there's about six men uh, idly fighting, shouting, singing along to the player piano, which actually has small, almost robotic-looking fingers playing, well, definitely robotic-looking fingers playing at the keys. Um, these fellows... Oh, is there a tip jar? Uh, there's a jar with stuff in it. (laughs) No tip jar for the robotic (laughs) piano player? You're not sure if it's a spittoon or, uh, or a bread jar. It hasn't been cleaned out in a while. Oh, no. Hypothetically, you could put a dollar in it. You mean a cuspidor? Sure. (sighs) It's either a tip jar or a swear jar. (laughs) Yeah, Gabriel's gonna head to the bartender. So as you walk by this uh, group of rowdy boys, uh, you notice that several of them are missing limbs and have them replaced with uh, large mechanical uh, replacements. And three of the center revelers of them seem to be clutching a human skull, beaming with pride. Okay, I was about to ask what level of elegance the the prosthetics were. Like, are we talking Full Metal Alchemist here, or...? Uh, akin to that, but they seem to have been modified to be large, strong. They probably belch steam and shit. Yeah, a couple of them do hiss a little bit as they move about. How are they upkept? Like, are they polished, or maintained, or dirty? Or do they have specific marks on them, like tattoos, but, you know, paint or engraving? Well, there's a little bit of engraving, but they, like the people that have them, are covered in factory soot, as you you all are slowly becoming. Missy is not happy to be this dirty. Uh, Mina, on the other hand, is slowly destroying a handkerchief, uh, trying to keep at least her face clean. (laughs) Yeah, you breathe in and it turns visibly black on the other side. Don't I worry, it's the, good for you. I miss giant tree world air. But yeah, you approach the bartender, and uh, he he comes up to you, sort of dark circles under his eyes. Mm, can I help you? Well, I normally like dark liquor, but in this case, I think I'd like your clearest uh, byproduct. Beer it is. Not even Not even corn liquor? He shrugs, goes over... Throws a bucket onto the ground from under the uh, from under the the bar, and he kicks a spigot that starts belching beer into it. Damn! I'll take two. He shrugs, throws two more buckets out. <laughs> it'll be a mi- it'll be a minute. Fine. What do I owe you? I don't know. For bucket, uh, seventy-five cents. Fine, but only because you were the only game in town. Do I get to keep the bucket? No. Nah. I need it. Fine. Dollar fifty. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking of putting that slogan out on my uh, sign out there. The Rust you Bucket, don't. the only <laughs> game in town. We need the buckets. <laughs> there you go. Parentheses. Bring your buckets, used or unused. BYOB night. BYO buck. I have somehow liquor. I don't know what kind of nonsense you have here. Well, there's the there's the beer buckets, or if you're willing to pay out the nose, I got some other stuff. Hey, you didn't tell me about the other stuff. You asked for clear liquor. Just keep keep to your bucket. Uh, <laughs> what what other stuff are you are you referring to? Hmm. I got some um, for about five bucks. I got a bottle of bourbon in the back. 
Alright. Done and done. I'll split it with you? Uh Yes. Alright. For $2.50. Don't stunt your growth, Clem. Is Clem growing? Every day. Maybe. Uh, the Drunk and the Ugly podcast does not uh, endorse underage drinking. <laughs> well, uh, during the time... It wasn't it was underage back underage. then, was it? <laughs> also, the other option is to drink the water, in which case I'll die. Is that what you want, but Drunk ne- and Ugly? Necessity For does form necessity, die. I suppose. You'll only yeah. die if you drink the water here. In this particular building. The drunk actually, of the legal water age. Is, the, the, the water is actually very pure in this uh, city. What? That they got mad science filters. That means that their booze is probably even better if they got good water. Well, the beer is leftover imports. They just sort of sat it there and waited and waited until it became drinkable. <laughs> then they added the hops. Better so the anyway. hops than the scoots. You are you are tossed a bottle of uh, of old prospectors authentic Kentucky bourbonish. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> they just gave us contraband. If we were narcotics officers, we could shut this there's a, place there's a, down. There's a picture of a of a winking prospector making the OK symbol, and underneath it is the phrase "It's bourbon adjacent." <laughs> <laughs> you could see Bourbon County from our from our factory. <laughs> I can only imagine the hell of a good cheese guy. <laughs> what? Wait. I'm gonna... What year is this taking place? Uh, 1877. Oh, okay. Then OK is not, in fact, a uh, an anachronism. No, OK hasn't been an anachronism since like 48. Yeah, I'd... it's uh, it it does not bode well for the aged nature of this bourbon. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I I don't think there are narcotics agents in this city because, well, I know a fair amount of Mormons, and they're all pretty decent people. Not one of them could pass as a narc. I love the idea of what about trying, the robots? Uh, can we make it like comedy sketch series or something? Can we hire actors and things? Because <laughs> the idea of a Mormon child. It's like, if I'm a police, I have to tell you I'm a police officer. I mean, <laughs> shit. Oh no, I cussed. <laughs> <laughs> I said a cuss. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, Put a quarter in the bread tip. Spit swear jar. <laughs> Wrong kind of quarter. Man, if they were if that was a real piano player, they'd probably uh, kick your ass if you spit in their bread jar. Maybe the rubber arms do. We don't know. <laughs> All they do is sit in the bar and put bread in my jar and say, "Man, what are you doing here?" The piano kicks your ass. <laughs> that piano man. <laughs> And the microphone yeah, sounds like a carnival, and the robot hands smell like beer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Get ready for my next song, Junkyard Girl. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Guillermo loudly slurp his bucket of beer, of his rusty bucket of beer. A couple of the uh, rowdy boys behind you come up to the bar and, uh, and, get, and get their own buckets back up onto the table, start drinking from it, and, and set their human skull back down next to them. Uh, so so is it like, is the human skull like? Is it fresh looking? It, does, or? it doesn't have any blood or sinew on it. Yeah, but is it white? Is it aged yellow? That's uh, turning a little yellow. It's mostly covered in soot. Is it smiling? 
All skulls as, smile. As much as, as as much as all skulls smile, yeah. Is it winking? Can't do that. Good. <laughs> it can't cover one eye. It can uncover eyes. So it's probably their mascot or something. That's all. Well, <laughs> skull chuckers, right? But that this that this seems almost too obvious. They have a skull that they were they what were they passing it around? You said they were just sort of like celebrating around it, pass like just sort of handing it to each other. And, like, taking turns, rubbing the top of it. And they're the associates of, was it Gash? McShane is off, uh, at one end of the bar, and he looks over and nods. One of the, uh, big boys, like, pats you on the shoulder, almost knocking you forward into the, uh, the bar. Don't touch me. Alright, alright. Sorry about that. Yep, Gash is a good friend of ours. He's a good I man. See. Fixes us up when we're broken. That's nice of him. Yeah, well, you've got to make a living, right? Doesn't everybody. Especially when you're blacklisted. Oh, From what does what? blacklisted mean? Oh, the, the other scientists don't think good of him. Why is that? Well, mostly because, uh... <clears throat> well, as it turns out, it's a, it's a cutthroat business getting into these factories. So, uh, sometimes you need a little edge. Sometimes you need, a, need better arms than you got. Wait. And so you mutilate yourself to upgrade? Oh, no, no, I would never. Neither would any of my associates. And they all do, like, hands over their hearts and, like, scouts honor symbols. I love these teddy bear biker types. What is, and what does, uh, what does Cash do exactly? Is, is, is that his, his concern? Is repair of these, uh, prosthetic devices? Builds them, attaches them, fixes them. Does he design them, too? Sure does. It's always coming up with new designs. And no one else in the city makes them? Nah, no one's allowed to, not even him. Mm. Oh, is, is there some, like, religious reason for that or something? Like, my body's a temple kind of thing? Well, that and, uh, that and, uh, I think they just find it a bit icky. Well, I, I tend to agree with them there. Uh, no offense, man, of course. But it's real useful. What do you generally use them for? Ah, no punching dopes. Throwing skulls. But I ain't a good, uh... I ain't a good, uh, example. Excuse me a minute. Uh, I'm just gonna go over to to their handler, and, like, what political importance could this gash possibly have? Well, I didn't say anything about political importance, did I? Well, I... As I, I was to understand that... that our mission involved essentially... To, Turning the city against Telstrom? Well, there is no one who um, holds more sway over these folk, and there's a lot more of them than you'd expect there to be. Mm, okay, I get it then. They listen to him, think he's a genius, and he rightly is. Well, this may change our timetable then, considering we haven't, uh, I assume we could get some sort of introduction over improper it may be from these fellows rather than uh, do whatever it was we were going to have to do for Tremaine, climb up mountains and the like. You could also set something up for later tomorrow once you're done with Tremaine. But hey, I ain't your keeper. No, no, that's fair. Um, besides some research on these men and their capabilities is probably pretty, pretty useful. Uh, excuse me. Does, does, uh, does, does, uh, Dr. Gash, uh, does he see visitors? Not often he doesn't. 
I suppose. Well, uh, give me an idea of the sort of inducements one would have to provide, and you know, given a f- appropriate finder's fee, of course. Well, right, and I suppose I could tell someone that uh, that uh, their legs messed up or need a new one. He seems like a nice man, helping the every person, every man do anything they need. Well, he does ask a fee, but. But at least he's helping y'all. Right. At this point, he's making a decent amount off of a blood sport commission. Oh, would I, I? I am just a simple Eastern. Can you explain that to me? Blood sports, you know, sports where get all bloody. He said, his accent shifting for the eighth time. I, I understood that part. I mean, a little more detail, like what sort of sports? Oh, like punch ball. Yeah, just like punch ball. <laughs> Guillaume started slowly turning around the conversation for the first time, <laughs> sipping his his bucket. <laughs> Just the stool turning around, like exactly. Uh, is <laughs> not even moving it. <laughs> I can barely even imagine a punch ball game with big old arms like that. What a disgusting pursuit! You ain't never even hey, seen a punch ball game, I reckon. City pool. I, I I refer to blood sport in its entirety, not just whatever you're talking about. I have enjoyed watching some of the boys play rugby back home. Punchball has its roots in ancient tradition, I'll have you know. Thought about the silkies. What? Why do you even... Drink your buckets. (laughs) I don't know what any of this is, but I'm very fascinated. You ain't too into the brutish, eh? Are you tall, dark, and fancy? I can't say that I am, no. More of a swinger then, huh? Oh my... I'm sorry? No, that's not for like another 60 years. Yeah, that, that has no connotation <laughs> to what we personally are thinking of, I assume. You know, swinger. One that where swings. Baseball? Uh, where you strap yourself up on a rope up above the uh, up above the sludge and go at each other's ropes with knives. Oh, uh, that... more of a sludge sport, then. That... It sounds that... fascinating that you would come up with such a sport. Well, I didn't. I'm a skull chucker. Of course. Listen. Hence the skull. Exactly. That's our winning ball. Oh. It doesn't get crushed or anything? It seems like some of the yeah, fun... It gets chipped up a bit. You just gotta dunk it into the vat. Of? Vat of what? It's empty. It's just the goal. Maybe Susan is stupid. What did you say? A vat of what? Nothing. It's empty. Oh. An empty vat. Oh, my mistake. It's, it's, it, it is skull basketball? <laughs> From what I can tell, yeah. Or skull, like, Aztec hip ball. Look, entertainment don't come easy in this part of the city. <laughs> I bet with some of the, uh, religious regulations. And hey, anything to open up some new positions at the factories. That is one way to make oh. openings, I'm sure. What a lovely sentiment. I... I'm going to be frank here. I'd like to meet with... Dr. Gash, I'll pay whatever is required, but I will no longer entertain this discussion of blood sport. Thank you very much. I will. <laughs> I'll take your seat. If it makes you feel better, people don't really die anymore during Skullchucker. What is the doctoring like over here in this city? There's a lot of creative doctors. I'm unsurprised. This is, uh, this is place number one for... People think they got things figured out. I'm sure. And you say not as many people die anymore? No, it's it's full contact, but people don't usually die. Especially not since they added on uh, Rattler suits. 
Oh, you mean suits made from the worm's skin. Yeah, that's Pr right. Protective, protective suits. That's smart. She gently pats his shoulder. It's been lovely speaking to you. Now, where could we find Dr. Gash? Hmm. You'll want to come by the pit. Okay. Late afternoon tomorrow. Alright. Will he be there, or will you be looking for someone to tell me where he is? He'll be in the Undercroft, if you can get down there. I can get anywhere. The You're... Undercroft of the pit. Yeah, the sub-pit. What's he look like? So I know the who under I'm pit, for. you might say. He'll be the tall fella covered in blood. Oh yeah, now it's an underpit, alright. Thank you again. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name? They call me Buff Tom. Thank you, Buff Tom. You have been a pleasure to meet in this wonderful place. <laughs> Gonna be honest with y'all, I panicked just there. <laughs> I oh, heard. No, I, I, we I, heard. I, we I could tell. We could tell a little bit. <laughs> Buff Tom. <laughs> call me Jimmy the to be fair, the first thing that popped in my head was Scrampum, which is definitely not a good name. <laughs> but I would have said it if I were you. I just would have been like, Scrampum. Name's Scrampum. It would have been unique. <laughs> Flapjack Pete, they call me. Sorry, Flapjack Pete well, is a canon character in this game. Say what? Flapjack Pete is canon character in this game. Good to know. Great. Wait, I'm for real excited. <laughs> No, but How do I meet him? There is a picture of someone okay. eating from a flapjack machine in the Smith and Robards catalog. Nice. Yeah, I've still seen that. I still saw that picture. Oh, yeah, my name's uh, Slippy Sloth. Oh, Lord. <laughs> These names are all terrible. I didn't mean to make you panic, babe. Scramble. It's fine. arm Frank. Right then. She gives him a gentle pat and then moves sort of to try and find where the rest of people are. She's getting a little tired of this rusty bucket, but she may have to pull her friends out with a crowbar at this rate. Oh yeah, because everyone seems to just love being here. It's where, it's, it's Clem where is where having alcohol a is. heated conversation about punch ball uh, with their neighbor. <laughs> with Buff Tom? Guillaume can't argue, but he's listening. Guys, I just lot. met this guy named Scrample. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a metal forehead. It's amazing. <laughs> him and Flapjack Pete. <laughs> it's obviously a lovely human being. Listen, you keep the bourbon. I think I need something a little stronger. This literally the strongest thing they have. Uh, not what's in my bag. The bartender walks by. Hey, no outside suds. I I I don't know what you mean. Whatever. Don't make us call them Mormon narcs. Just don't put it in the bucket. It ruins the patina. I'm watching you. So what does anyone do? I'm drinking talk about murder. Not burnt punch ball. All right. They they are very yeah, excited to hear how about it works because he has they, no such. They're thing. very excited to hear about punch ball. It's not one of their more regional sports. Yeah. Gabriel gets his beer down as quick as he can while looking through the uh, notes that came back. It's a whole bucket, so you could probably do it pretty quick, but I don't think it'd be very clean. Well, it's better than letting it sit there and collect more and more residue. Rust is delicious. Did you think about it? I hope you thought about nope. it. Nope. <laughs> I asked you to think about it. Right then. I'll admit this scene went on a little longer than I was uh, trying to, but Missy's going to tap me in his shoulder and be like, I'm going to the hotel. Feel free to join. Mm-hmm. She looks to McShane. Where's our hotel? 
Ah, right. Um, restful arms. Bit more towards uh, Salt Lake City proper. Not a problem. Is there anything we need to do when we get there to let them know it's ours? Now, here's what you do. You go in there, and you tell them the secret passphrase. She's giving him a real blank look, like, don't fuck with me now, dude. The secret passphrase is, I have money and I would like to purchase a room. Oh, so you have not pre-purchased our rooms, I see. I don't know if you people slept. Fair point. Slow, slow blink. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Name two people who don't sleep. Hellstrom, Smith. In, in this crowd... Really? <laughs> Missy puts a hand on Mina's shoulder like, we'll get through this, girl, I promise. Mm -mm. We'll get through this. Alright. Let's gonna go back to the hotel room and chase the fucking dragon. Yeah, no, Missy goes, because she, she's done with this shit. She needs sleep. She needs food. She, no one can truly live on alcohol alone. As much as Gabe may try to fight that. What are you trying to say? That you're a lush? I drink socially. The bartender walks by. If you want, I can dig a sandwich out of the basement. I'm good. I promise. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> Recycle sandwiches. <laughs> Upcycle, thank you very much. I, I, I appreciate it, but... You can criticize my no. drinking habits when you're older than me. Wait. How old are you, Gabe? 63. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean... She's like... Wait, what? <laughs> she's like nearly 30. She's not... Not 63. No, she's not 63. Yeah, wait 30 years and you're caught up, right? Yeah. That's See, how it works. The problem is, by then he'll be 30 years old. <laughs> yeah, by then he'll be 90. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. That's the dream, right? She just kind of shrugs and then walks he's, on. He's probably not making 90. Get yourself some new science lungs, you'll At be this fun. point, his liver's not making 90. <laughs> All I just to do is mad science up some Professor Gabriel's miracle elixir. <laughs> there are Smith and Robards does sell miracle elixirs. They have a special revitalizing tonic. Hmm. I literally can't tell if it would work or not. It's made of oils and tinctures. Okay, now I believe it. That don't say shit about what's in it. Uh, a lot of green alcohol, which helps with a surprising number of things. Ah, I see. Never mind, I completely understand. So y'all done are are you all done sneering at my decor? You ready to head out? I mean <laughs> Mina gets out of there at the very first available opportunity to do so. Pump sneers a little and bit. And we'll rest yeah, so at whatever lodgings they obtain. Pump sneers a little more before leaving. Yeah, Gabriel gets in a real good grimace all around the place. Alright, sleep <laughs> tight. Don't let the cats bite. Cats better watch out. Oh, for, yeah, I, I've made my point clear. It, it turns out that Guillaume gets eaten. <laughs> Ooh, whatever the cost. Clearly. McShane just sort of walks out with you. He gives you directions. It's not too far away, just a couple streets over. Wait, so we're and, only a few streets over from Salt Lake City proper? Uh, it's closer to Salt Lake City proper. It isn't quite in there. I see. So that's the plan. We go to Tremaine tomorrow, see about Gash after that. Yeah, sounds like a winner to me. Seems reasonable. Sick Greaves ain't going nowhere. Alright, I'm, in, I'm heading back up to the compounds. You, uh, you enjoy your night. Yeah, possibly. Yes, do the same. He wanders off towards the uh, mountaintop. Alright, so... 
Yeah, pack it so anyone who packs in for the night, it's $5 a night, and you'll get a full night's sleep out of it. Perfect. Uh, does that do anything for my one wound, or is that going to be there for a while? I feel while? like sleeping removes a wound. Uh, sure, it removes a wound from everywhere. Alright. Clem's going to try to wake up nice and early so that they can buy some mountain climbing materials. Okay. How much did you say the room was? Five bucks. That's awfully expensive. Or is there anyone, anyone out for sharing rooms? I'd be fine with that one, you. I'd talk in my sleep. Uh, nah. nah. <laughs> Just rolling around. Oh, oh, the worms. I'll, I'll split a room with you. I'm going to be up late working in the lobby anyway. Oh, that's fine. I can sleep through most things. Never again. It's not loud, weird <laughs> Frenchmen screaming about their night terrors. Their brain demons. Oh, not night terrors. My dudes are very boring. <laughs> I, I, you I just, sto- I you just told me that you had a nightmare about some belly crawling demon. That is new. I yeah, well, it's going to persistently exercise it. What if it's contagious? What if I get brain demons? Listen, I tell stories to pass the time. I tell them to myself to both asleep. And sometimes I keep telling. That's all. Listen, I'm just going to split a room with a game. That's fine. More bed for Guillaume. Alright, you let me know if you have any night terrors and any demons crawling around course, your dreams trying to crawl out your belly and eat you or whatever. Is that I, right. I will remain vigilant for my uh, my tummy dreams. Yeah, no, Ooh. Missy's like, I'm sleeping for real. Guillaume, you have uh, confusing Freudian dreams about uh, the, the old growth trees back in Canada. Better, okay. <laughs> Is it though? It's better than, like, horrible, damaging nightmare dreams. Very splintery. Mm. Freud's a motherfucker, so who cares? God damn it. <laughs> I love that one. You know Freud was a motherfucker? Like, a <laughs> real one? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Oedipus, like... There's so many kind of magic spells. Eye contact, emboldenment, fuck-up boots... <laughs> So anyway, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's uh Brad Neely stuff. Uh, that's what it sounded like. Okay, baby cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, does anyone do anything special during the night? Freud dreams. Take another stab mm-hmm. at inventing the uh, uh, can't remember what I was calling it. The flare gun. Abinator. The long distance signal apparatus. Long distance torch or something like that. Light blast gun. I call it like a knife, but farther and bright. <laughs> Let's just be real here. It's a it's a proto lightsaber. No, Is not it? yet, but that's a good idea. <laughs> just one giant ass plasma torch. What the it's fuck like a, is a plasma? It's like a torch, but it never stops lighting. I see. Yeah, I'll take another stab at the blueprint making if I can. Sure. Roll the things. This here is a PSA from the drunk and the ugly. Stay in, stay in teeth and eat your school. <laughs> Alright, 12... Ah, oh, shoot, I don't have the page up anymore. One sec. Stay drunk and stay ugly if you're over 21. Let me just turn this chair backwards. Now, we have a lot of fun on the drunk and the ugly. <laughs> but sometimes we gotta rap. Or sometimes we just shouldn't. <laughs> sometimes we rap and we shouldn't. That's all right. It's about learning life lessons. Ugh. Is that is that a reaction? To what's going on, or do you roll badly? It's a reaction. To what's going on? I rolled a twelve. <laughs> That's passable. Cool. What's cool? 
I think that's a hand of five plus uh, one or plus two. Plus one card, I th- plus one for the roll, plus like one for having the science. Two now. Two. Nice. More science. Well, I guess I already bought the uh, the metaphysics expansion. Gotcha. More science. Reliability. Draw some cards. I don't know. I'm just trying to find the page. Nine of diamonds, eight of clubs, jack of clubs, five of hearts, four of spades, queen of hearts, five, six, seven, eight, three of diamonds, ace of diamonds. I'm hearing ace high so far. Got a pair of it's clubs. A pair of aces. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it one day. <laughs> can't do anything science <laughs> science better <laughs> <laughs> all right at the end of the end of the night i guess he uh he finishes it up uh <laughs> crumples up the blueprint lights it on fire and throws it into his bucket and <laughs> leaves it in the corner you took the bucket <laughs> oh no i guess i didn't take the bucket <laughs> oh no it's full of alcohol <laughs> beer is not well, it's full of beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have taken the bucket, though. Why do you insist on taking souvenirs from every damn place you go? Fewer than the dogs. <laughs> I'm gonna find a better one in Salt Lake City. In fact, I think I know exactly what I should grab. The someone who's the center of the party. But now nah, he just, like, crumples it up and tosses it into a trash can. <sighs> Alright, time for Statistically, bed. it falls on top of several other schematics. Yeah, <laughs> Clems asleep. There's, there's probably a, a whole a whole trade in people who go around through waste baskets looking for schematics. And there's a feather floating above their face while they're sleeping, and they're like, feather goes up, and feather goes down, and feather goes up. You know that was always one of my favorite indications of sleep in like cartoons. Better than snot bubbles. Yeah. Much. Confusing representations of sleep <laughs> cost extra. I mean, Gabriel goes to sleep in a chair. Do you want a feather with your bed? Just one? Alright. So, you wake up. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> Just like that. Very good. What are you doing in my room? Who the hell are you? <laughs> so, so you wake up. And, um... Time to follow a Can't wake up. So I suppose McShane's uh, waiting for you down in the lobby, like he usually does when you go to sleep. He just resets like a video game. At least he's not. At least Where he's not I? creepy Watson. Who are you people? Yeah, but there's usually like a glowing exclamation mark above his head to let him know we should check in with him to get further updates on our quest. That was probably Smith and Roberts' worst invention, because it relies on widespread use to actually make any goddamn sense. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so uh, unless he has something specific to say to him, he just sort of gives you directions through Junkyard to get up to the part of the mountain that you need to climb. I did specifically say I was getting up early so I could do shopping. You did. You did say that. So I'll do shopping. How much okay. does mountaineering bullshit cost? Uh, Five bucks. Okay, I will buy enough for how many people are in the party? Five. One of them's going to use a jetpack, Yeah, probably. don't bother. Yeah, but I figure it'd be rude if I didn't. Nah, whatever, I'm Clem. I'm rude. But I'll buy enough for everyone and drag it back. But I will spend or, 
a dollar. Or you could you could risk getting it for four dollars at a secondhand store. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, secondhand climbing gear. That's great. <laughs> hey, it made it back down, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> like. If if you if you like drop your carabiner on something hard from two feet up, you're supposed to throw it away. I will also spend a dollar to hire two urchins to help me carry this, and I make sure they see my piece so they know they better not run off with it. All right. Well, wait. Oh no. No. Okay. Okay. It's okay. What? what? <laughs> Literally, I'm just threatening so. children. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I took these two urchins. And I went out and I showed them my piece to make sure they didn't knew about to mess with me. Gaze upon the children of wants and regrets! I'm just, listen, I'm giving them money to help me carry stuff and going, hey, don't run off with the stuff you're carrying, or I will shoot you dead. Worst television edit ever. Hey. An unloved orphan? I ain't carrying all that. I got noodle arms. How noodly are they? My strength is 3d6. It's actually not that bad. It's not great, though. Yeah. Alright, so as you're walking... Is that better or worse than 4d4? Slightly better? It's no 4d10, but... So as you're walking along, um, you're about to walk by someone who looks sort like they're sort of a mover and shaker in the uh, in the factory community, like a foreman or something like that. Sp- when spontaneously from the endless sea of steam pipes, um, a rather scrawny-looking fellow oh, attached... Nabbit. Attached, <laughs> attached to a rope, comes down and lands next to the guy. He's uh he's wearing a set of sort of leather clothes like you might uh like you might use to prevent friction burns, and he's wearing a bandana around his face. He takes another rope he brought down with him, ties it quickly around the man's belt, and tugs on his rope. And suddenly, the both of them go up with him screaming. Mm. I ask one of the urchins, "What was all that about?" Why is that man uh, we, kidnapping we should people move. in his face? Alright, let's move it. What in the... Yeah, like, I'll glance up and make sure there's no weird Spider-Man trying to kidnap me via ropes. You look up and you just see a sea of steam pipes. Alright, just gonna move on. I gotta move on. I make cool. sure these children are also gonna move on. You make it back with your arms. Well, maybe you're carrying one, but the kids... They're carrying a bunch of climbing gear. Everyone, you're in the lobby, and Clem and some kids come back with a bunch of climbing gear. Alright. Good job, children. Here's your second quarter. You can just drop it there. Get on your way, don't spend it all in one place, and don't get kidnapped by strange Spider-Man. <laughs> one of them bites the coin with his teeth. <laughs> oh boy, it's chocolate! Thanks, Gov. <laughs> you sweep some chimneys or something. Alright, sir! <laughs> I'll sweep the chimneys, I will, I will. (laughs) And then then they go fade off into into the background like Canantine did. To join forces at some kind of of teen crime-busting party. Wait, was the guy who got kidnapped Scrumpum? Or Scrampum? What I call him? Scrampum. It was not not Scrampum. Okay, good. It was no Cyborg Man. It was someone you did not know who looked rather wealthy for a factory worker. How do I get, um, contacts? Like, can I add a contact that's Scrampum? If you want to say you know Scrampum, fine. We talk. We're good friends now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. You you have a budding, you have a budding <laughs> friendship with a man named Scrampum. Alright, good. I hope you're happy. I'm ecstatic, honestly. 
have you talked about Silkies to scrape them yet, or is that more of a second I date mean, kind of thing? Definitely not dates, and no, not yet. <laughs> like the Selkie thing comes up when there are Selkies, right? <laughs> For sure, yeah. You just bring time. up Selkies randomly. I mean, oh, that's preposterous. Yeah, you wait until only when you're for sure there are signs of the supernatural occurring, and then you're like, "Oh, it's this kind of silky, that kind of silky." Anyway, I saw a man get kidnapped. I think by some kind of guy on a rope. That was weird. Here's some climbing supplies. Let's get going. There's okay. there's enough for everyone <laughs> but Gabe because Gabe has a jetpack. This is true. Yeah, good call. Oh. Want to race to the top? Nah. No. Yes. <laughs> Where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, let's see. Just calmly bit. walking towards the mountain, stopping for lunch. He'll <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it. I have that. I have big britches. I will fucking foot race you on your jetpack with my fat ass moving like slower than a normal person. All right. So I suppose that uh, everyone starts heading off. Guillaume, yep. especially quickly, and Gabe, well, Gabe reasonably slowly. Can we stop this session before we get to the climbing part so I can buy a point or two of climbing? Sure, yeah. if you like. <laughs> I got, I got everybody climbing Everybody should already. have at least one yes, point automatically. One point. Yeah, there's, there's a free point. Yes, one point. I got climbing survival mountain. As it stands, though, yeah. uh, it's on... Um, there are stairs that go Gabe up from the bottom of the mountain. Oh, like, looked, yeah, that's the thing, is there's just stairs. We were told that. Yeah. Go into the house, like, go into his porch. That's not to say these things might will never be useful. Wait, did that guy say that? Guillaume, did I miss yes. him yeah. say that? Guillaume proclaimed, give me a pick and a rope, I'll get there myself. <laughs> Man, I should probably listen to you sometimes. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> At least you'd have no. to carry it yourself. <laughs> you not Guillaume. Some orphans. They're not orphans, they're urchins. They might be orphans, but that's not definite. They're definitely urchins. It's like you gotta learn your orphans from your urchins. Aren't you from an urban center? So, it's funny you mentioned um, most of the urchins in the city likely actually are orphans. There's a high, there's a sort of high profile orphanage in the city of Salt Lake City. Also, all these parents getting killed by blood sports. Well, that and there's such a high turnover that uh, honestly, unfortunately orphanages are Adoption agencies are sort of more like rental services in this town. Oof. Gotta sweep those chimneys. There right are then. stairs here. Yeah, you make it to the base of the mountain, and... Stag the stairs aren't so much stairs as just sort of wooden planks that have been attached horizontally into the uh, upward-facing slope of the mountain. They're less stairs than they are a dare. But it's 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 go upable. You can you can upgo it. I upgo it. Sweet. <laughs> I race Guillaume. No, Guillaume is racing, but he's the slowest man in the party. Yeah, Guillaume is uh is racing you, Gabriel, from a from a fair distance back. All right, he'll he'll you know fly slowly towards the peak, uh, reading a newspaper. All <laughs> <laughs> <While> flying. <laughs> yes. That seems dangerous. To be fair, these days there's not a whole lot of obstructions in midair you can fly into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just <pipes>. Pretty peaceful <laughs> once you get outside the city. Just birds. Oh, god damn it. Ooh, that's it. that smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> your, your occasional devil bat. 
Aww. Uh, it's not. It's not cute. Well, <laughs> lots of things that technically aren't cute, I find cute. To be fair. It's like twelve feet tall. That makes it cuter. There's more. T- there's more cute there. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, like glass. It's love. like twelve feet tall, but it's got like three feet wide eyes. It's adorable. And little pink puffballs in the tail. It forces a fear check. <laughs> on principle, I don't like it for that, but like, I'm not saying it's not cute. <laughs> it's mechanically not cute. <laughs> it has a fear so, rating. By the rules. <laughs> so about an hour passes of sort of pacing yourself, climbing up these stairs, except for Guillaume. <laughs> Guillaume, you actually have a few uh, near falls as, uh, as some of the planks buckle under you. They're not really meant to be run on. But eventually you guys make it to uh to the laboratory house. In what order? Uh well, Gabriel. Fight question. If he's moving very slowly and I have pace thirteen and I'm moving very quickly. Well he's moving straight up. Slowly. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go uh, Gabriel, Clem if they were racing, or then Guillaume, then Clem if they weren't racing, then the others. My favorite power tier. Clem raced just enough to beat Guillaume. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't race until the last two minutes. (laughs) Nothing for it, Guillaume. They're faster. I I like my victories to be truly morale crushing. (laughs) so you make it to this um it's a pretty rickety house sort of built onto sideways stilts out of the side of this mountain uh it looks like a good deal of it has been repurposed pulled away from its original slats until only sort of a foundation in the walls remain a lot of the decorations adornments some of the spare wood has been taken and a lot of it seems to have been used to make a large cylindrical uh, cylindrical structure near the back of the place. Um, at, at this point in time, electrical wires still like all be above ground, right? Yes. This place does not have any electrical wires. <laughs> Should wonder that aloud. Like, wait, this this is the man in charge of the electricity of the city, or supposedly. I just I don't. I don't pr- pretend to understand either. Look, if there's one thing you can predict about scientists, it's that you can't predict them. Gabriel said, using his rocket pack as always to achieve his goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to invent t- new tech. It's not for <laughs> lack of trying that I can't make anything new. <laughs> and then I'll use uh, my flare, flare gun, gun every you session. Would've, you'd rock yourself to the top of the mountain on a flare gun. Just shoot at the ground and launch yourself skyward with the momentum. Just clip into the sky. Oh no. <laughs> he's Rocket jump the rest of the way. He's just clipped into the hunting grounds halfway, speed run it. That's it. In order to in order to be, understand you, I need to become one of those dumb metal mages that Sit Greaves is. <laughs> Guillaume's, I'm sorry, uh, Gabe's waste falls us on the rest of the party. Well, do we have any reason to not go say hi? No. None whatsoever. It is a rather large house. It looks to be about three stories, even though it's sort of tilting and swaying in the winds, sort of uncomfortably. Missy takes a deep breath, walks right up, and knocks on that front door. Alright. You knock on the front door, and the the bolt splinters away from the doorframe. 
and the door swings in. At least this door doesn't open to a weird portal paradise. Is, is this going to be the state of, of all of these gentlemen? Immediately on the inside, you can see that there is a rather large hole on the, uh, in the, uh, what's, what's the word for the, the vestibule? I don't know. Boyer? Yeah, the, just, just beyond the door. And on the rocks below, you can see a few dried blood stains. This again? Alright. Time for a murder mystery. Part two. To draw his guns. Alright, so what do you do? Walk in. Uh, I guess check out the scene. Like, yeah, look for clues. But don't split up. I assume there's more than one room in here, right? Well, yeah. You the the entry is uh sort of the living room. <laughs> Look around the blood, I suppose. Uh, the blood is a fair distance downward, okay. probably about forty feet. There's a pretty healthy amount of it, or an unhealthy, if you want to put it that way. I was gonna say like yeah, like enough to to be like yeah, they probably didn't walk away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, is there like like a door or window or something someone could have been like pushed out of or just the hole you said just it's just directly below the hole uh just look around the environs of the hole i suppose any sign of struggle seven sure there doesn't appear to be much of a sign of struggle uh the wood around the hole has sort of splintered and buckled downwards guillaume will go in deeper try the first door hall that Comes in the site. Alright, um, roll me, uh, let's see, nimbleness minus three. Okay, that's 2d8. Looking at you, chips, uh, five. That doesn't seem like a number you could get with a minus three. Oh, right, then two. Um, because it's either more than that or less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, I see what you mean, but an eighth that explodes. Yes, alright. So, uh, that's a two. Alright, sticking with that. You have until I describe the results. I'm gonna blow a white chip. I got a bunch of those. Alright, I have taken a white chip that's... from your small stack on my desk. Okay, and that's one more die I roll, correct? Yes. Pile them chips high. I made that a three. Oh, nice. Sticking with that one? Yeah, I'm fine now. I'm sure that's enough. Alright. So, while you other guys are searching around this hole, looking for signs of uh, foul play, Guillaume walks into the place, starts heading towards a door in the back of the place, and as he steps off of one of the entry rugs, his foot goes right through the floor. Uh, take a... take about five winds as, uh, as you go down, the wood scratches up your leg pretty bad. Mon Dieu! So uh, Guillaume right. is just sort of hip deep in the in the floor of this place with one leg. <laughs> you uh, come at me, shock! This place has structural uh, incapabilities. Maybe you should have skipped breakfast. I should have skipped more than one. Uh, I think I'll sit here for a little while. <laughs> he like, leans to one oh, side slightly. Wait, wait a minute, up. Clem. What? Good thing you brought equipment for this. Oh yeah. Sorry. I mean, not specifically for this, but... A rope and a carabiner and a pulley system. Yeah. And someone strong enough to move Guillaume. The four of us together should be able to do it. It's a pulley. We give him the other side of the rope. So what do you attach the pulley to? (laughs) 
Oh, well, is his like a belt loop or suspended? We'll have Guillermo well, yeah, hold the, the pulley up in the air with one arm while we pull him with the other. Hmm. Seems stable, if not effective. <laughs> simple machines. We just got to focus on our simple machines. All right. Cool. What do you uh? What do you use as your fulcrum? Oh, we can we can just toss him a rope and yank. Yeah, that's. And hope you don't. That, that makes the anything. fulcrum into the boards that he fell through. Yeah, but uh, or near he'll, he'll either get he up and out of it or he won't. <laughs> All right. How high, <laughs> just the, Wait, what? how high is the ceiling and are there any accoutrements? Uh, there's a chandelier about uh, about 15 feet up. Right. This sounds like a terrible idea. So, do any of the beams up there look like they could support you know, a giant French man? Well, they're supporting the top two floors of the house. That's a solid maybe. Giant man, maybe. <laughs> is that thing safe to use indoors, Gabe? Uh, generally, if your floor's not flammable. That's floor flammable. It's rotten dry wood. Yeah, let's not do that then. Alright, how about... Yeah, why don't you just get out of the floor? No, 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 no. hold on, hold on. I could wait here, which is worse. Just shut up and let me concentrate. I'm gonna try to phantom fingers him out of the fucking floor. Alright, you try to phantom finger Guillaume. I... Mm, not, not a fan of that. Okay, Guillaume, you hold very still. I'm gonna amputate. <laughs> Boy, I thought we know a guy. I'm the one who's qualified to oh, amputate, and we're not amputating. I mean, pretty much most people are qualified to amputate. Well, I can amputate better. <laughs> you know, you'd hope that. Right? I mean, I was, I was in the war, you know. <laughs> a lot of amputate me. Good spell cast. Here, drink this hunk of wood and bite down on this whiskey. <laughs> No, that sounds difficult of a roll, but... I played that game on Flash Player. <laughs> okay, so that's a seven-card stud I'm playing, looks like. Sure. Some call me a seven-card stud. <laughs> I couldn't afford to hold that. A joke so. that has never been made. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. There's nothing new under the sun except for that joke. <laughs> I get my seven card stud finder out. Wow. So how much do you need here? Yeah, it sounds like a lot. <laughs> okay. To, li- to lift uh, this healthy boy. Let's see. <laughs> According to the uh the, the Gabriel Iglesias levels of fatness. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need two pair for husky, you know, straight flush for fluffy. Like. <laughs> No, I think I need two pair for a human, but I'll, let me double check that. That's yeah, not too bad. Actually, do you have the core book open? Oh, it's just in the core book? Yeah, it's one of the basic X's. Nice. Yes, I do, in fact. <laughs> I got both jokers. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's time. That's a great start. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a pair. Well, uh, at least I got, one of them got... triggers bad effects. I got four of a kind. I could probably lift the fucking house, unless the black joker just makes me fail. Yeah, I sure. uh, think it's like 50-50. Roll me a d20. Oh, lord. Let me open up Hux's probably and Hux's. So I guess I'm very successful, but... Dot, dot, dot. A handful of the mishaps Seven. make the spell fail, but the others just do something bad to you <laughs> while the spell goes off. Or some of them change lucky the target. Lucky number seven. Oh, you got lucky number 11? Hmm. Sure did. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm about to get Kansas City shuffled out of this fucking house. <laughs> Let's see. Backlash, backlash. 95 is the page number. Oh. Oh, okay. That's that was like... distressing. <laughs> Didn't roll that bad, did we? Said seven? So yeah. you've ruined the house, killed us all, we need to re-roll new characters now. Little Angel appears and becomes your friend. I'm, I'm, playing, I'm, I'm playing a Hexlinger next time. <laughs> you're, right. you're a Hexlinger now. I, I clearly haven't learned my lesson. No, Hexlingers are, are, are gun mages, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Doc Holliday in this game is a Hexlinger. Hilarious. Shoot a Mancers. Yeah, basically. Alright. So, uh, you have awakened something something within Guillaume. Oh, good. Uh, Guillaume, take a, take a wound to the guts. <gasps> oh, 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 oh no. <laughs> my dreams, my worst dreams have come true. And, um, and make a vigor test. Okay. I make a vigor test. He does. Me? Oh, no. Wait, is it still in me? Is the gut... Is the worm thing still in me? But you, now you should necrotic? worry where those fingers are going. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Hello! So, so the heck still works, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's out of the floor, uh, but maybe in worse condition? Eight? Um. Alright, so the uh, result... The red one adds to it, if I use the that? The result of an eight is... Wait, 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 but what a red one would uh, let me add a dice to that, but it would give you a chip, correct? correct. Fuck it, I gotta use the red for something. Uh, enjoy your chip. Oh, nice. If you use it for negating wounds or experience or any of the other stuff, he doesn't get a chip out of it. So the... That blue chip's worth a mighty fine piece of XP. Uh, so the results of... Uh, I'm spending a blue then instead. Fine. Um, I was say you, you could also maybe use the red to negate oh. damage you take or something. <laughs> eh, I haven't used a blue yet. I feel like seeing what this does. It sounds important. Okay. <laughs> because uh, I got a magical crit fail on my stomach. All right. I have accepted your blue. Um, okay. <laughs> um, nine. nine. Nice. Good old d12s. Always rolling high. All right. Do I need to make a doctor check? Let's find out. Let him describe whatever's going on. <laughs> I accept the thing. All right. So you feel a a sharp stabbing pain in your stomach, but you you take a few deep breaths and clench your teeth, clench your fists, and and as as uh as Mina begins pulling pulling your bulk out from the floor, you uh you manage to fight through the pain and it finally subsides. <sighs> Wood got in deeper than I thought. Rubbed his stomach a little. Whoa. I think I may have. I think I may have grabbed you a little too hard. It's, it's alright. I'm uh, mostly in the legs. I think. Brushes some splinters, picks a bigger one out, and flicks it away. Well, as long as you're okay. I think so, yeah. Pretend he's not, like, slightly bleeding from the legs, basically. It's just like one of those scuffs where it, where it turns, like, it puts like white streaks on the skin, and there's little flecks of blood. Yeah, kind of like a, it's a horrible rash more than anything. Yeah, you just fine. I had worse within a day, so I'll just move more slowly from now on. He will like shimmy when he walks yeah. from now on. Yeah, anyone who is who's like especially careful with where they step doesn't have to make a roll to get through this place. 
Considering there's now nothing on this first floor, Missy's going to move up to the second floor to look around and see if there's anything interesting. Alright. Once you start heading up the stairs carefully, carefully, putting a decent amount of your of weight on the banisters rather than the floorboards, uh, from the third floor you can hear crackling and buzzing. Hey, uh, everyone, there's some noise coming from the third floor up above. Kind of a crackling. Some buzzing. Does it sound mechanical or organic in nature? Uh, it just doesn't sound like doesn't sound like anything organic you've ever heard. I'm assuming mechanical in some sort of nature. I hate science. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. And follow up. Yep. Shuffle very slowly after. Okay. So let's see. Probably Missy gets to the third floor first. Probably. Roll me a vigor check. Vigor? Yep. Oh lord. What even is my vigor? <laughs> Alright. Let's uh type in this fun equation. Don't forget to 15. foil it. Fifteen. Hey, what do you mean 15. foil it? Don't worry. So, yeah, fifteen does more than well enough. Uh, you manage to shield your eyes in time as you get up to the third floor. There's a particularly intense flash of light that's arcing between the two sides of, uh, of effectively a Jacob's Ladder. Just pure lightning coursing between them. And, uh, you manage to get away without even putting, like, a bright spot on your eye. Because of that, I'm sure I could see nothing else in the room. Uh, you can sort of put your hand up in front of it and, and see generally around. Uh, mm. this whole floor has been reconfigured into a laboratory. A lot of the decoration from outside has been used to bolster parts of this area to make it more secure relative to the rest of the house and to just generally aid in experimentation. There's wires that course all along the inside of the room. Okay, so it's shielded from the rest of the house. More or less. If the rest of the house falls away, you're pretty sure that uh, this this part might just stay on. Good to know, good to know. And across the room, at the desk, uh, at the, the desk adjacent to the little Jacob's Ladder device, there's a, there's a scrawny, rather short man with, uh, with white hair that is sort of fluttering in all directions, standing on end. He's wearing a rather large mask with dark, dark goggles on it. She'll kind of keep her, her, uh, her hand up to keep her from being blinded. And, uh, what is he working on? Like, in his hands? Uh, or is he passed he's out? He's messing with this Jacob's Ladder thing. Um, just sort of observing the activity of the electricity going between it. Rather than touching him, she's gonna make a point to sort of stomp real hard with her boot to try to get his attention. The floorboards buckle and snap a little bit. Mm -hmm. But he sort of starts and looks around, pulling the mask away. He has a wide smile on his face, but uh, beyond that, he's just sort of a your typical 60 to 70 year old man. Dr. Tremaine? Oh, goody, visitors! Yes. Yes, we, we are visitors. We were, we oh, were dear, sent to come- you're not here to rob me, are you? No, no, we have no desire to rob you. Someone fell through your first floor. There's a oh, lot of that... blood. That it's, is a shame. It's not that much blood. It was not me or Why my it? compatriots. You, 
It, I, I did why fall through the forest. Why is he so happy about science and, and zappy stuff? Um, we, we were sent to come check on you, see how you were doing. In your weird mountain oh. house. I'm, I'm doing well as ever, but, but who sent you? A few people who just wanted to make sure you were doing well because they hadn't heard from you in a while. Also, there's well, I... blood outside, you know, Bob? What's going on there? Yes, oh, yes, yes. There was a lot of blood outside. Uh, yes, I heard someone knock on my door a few days ago, but um, they never they never found their way up. Was it s- followed by screaming or anything? I mean, I, I, I thought I heard someone call to get my attention, but I went downstairs and there was... There was no one there. Was there blood? Oh, heavens no. Was there a hole well, in the wall? Well, um, your first floor seems to be very, um, wrought with danger, we'll say. Oh, yes, there was a new hole. Although, there's so many, I sometimes forget which ones are there. And any yeah, Yes, the, there's a hole with lots of blood. Would you mind coming okay. down to the second floor so we can talk with my friends? Real quick question. Did it smell really bad in there? Uh, did, did what? The, the room with the holes in it. No. No? Not especially. I'm just surprised someone fell and died. <laughs> Bear in mind, the, the blood stain was about 30, 40 feet down from the hole. Okay. There, There's no active foundation on this house. If you go through the floor, you just hit mountainside further down. Right. Dora, your, your machine's a little bright. I think everyone would feel more comfortable talking to you on the middle floor. Oh, is it? It's touch bright. Is he wearing goggles or something? He was. Took them I, off. I, I suppose if you need me. Um, and as he walks by you, you see that his uh, irises are just a little bit clouded. Cataracts? Probably one of the more serious cases you've seen. Mm. She'll follow behind him, calling to everyone to come up to the second floor. She's found the doctor. Gabe, you are like the least mad mad scientist I've met, and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, thank you. I think. It's definitely a compliment. Maybe I was just a little off to start with. Everyone, I found the doctor. Come on up to the second floor. Hello. I know you're slipping in my accent. Thank you. Hello, I, I am Guillaume. I'm the father of me. I, I did shoot my he, way out the window. He lives the on the day. side of a mountain. He ain't heard of no one. He has guests. We know this. Ah, yes, you're a Quebecois, yes? I'm sorry? From Quebec? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, of course. We. Ah, I see. I have, I have, I have some friends from back that way. You know, wait, like fur traders and stuff, or are there weird scientists there too? Are there not scientists everywhere? I don't know. I'm from the south. We don't have any scientists. Not as prolific here as here. But actually, yes, there. I have met a few fur traders from out that way. It is good and important business. What can I say? I had to do some. uh, I had to do some research on static electricity for a while. What is no good for that? I don't understand. Fur is. Static electricity. It's electricity that doesn't move. There's, what? Alright, so is that. I guess there's a lot of things I don't understand about electricity. We can get into those later. I am slightly curious now. But perhaps by the end of the day, I will no longer be. I wish it didn't have to be turned into a, into a weapon, but, you know, it's a somewhat less lethal one. Well, here's a question Does it have to be? <laughs> Well, it was uh, it was worth a fair deal of money, and that's kept me alive, so I suppose it did have to be. So, here's the thing, though, right? 
how much money does it take to keep someone alive versus how much money you got versus the other things you could have sold. I think that you feel fine. You get what you need. <laughs> That's not where I was going with this, but I suppose. Well, you see, I at least, uh, I can at least say it wasn't a very deadly weapon. I mean, that's good, I suppose. How? Mm, I look at Mina because she's better at this potentially. Maybe? No. I look <laughs> at. That seems unlikely. <laughs> Missy. Okay. I'm like, shit, we're supposed to not get this kind of. Um. We met the, uh, oh god, what was the name of the doctor from last time? Wildcard? Uh, that was, Dr. Uh, Wildcard. Huntington? That's what he was! That's yeah, what he Dr. was. Dr. Thomas Huntington. Um, we, we got, Dr. we Thomas were very Wildcard. blessed to meet with Mr., uh, with Dr. Huntington. I see. Interesting. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, literally speaking. We met him. Yes, it should Um, and we got to see some of his research. And we are currently um, looking to release Salt Lake City and... Um, release it? Let me finish. Thank you, sir. Uh, and Smith and Robards from the uh, tyrannical grasp of uh, one Dr. Hellstrom. He's got I realize that uh, Brigham Young runs this city, right? We were put under the... Imp- uh, we were We were put under the implication that Hellstrom was putting uh, a damper on all the scientists. Oh, well, that much is true. Exactly. We want to remove said damper. He has an unjust monopoly. He's got hell in his name. He's a bad apple. Mm. Plus, he's murdering people to lay his railroad across the country. Also, Also as as someone with hell in their name, I'm a little disappointed. I realize that you guys couldn't see this, but as I was saying those three things, I held out one finger, then two, then three. (laughs) Listen. Oh uh, yes, and, and wait, he did terrible things in India. Um, I'm sorry, sir. Hmm. What did you? Say? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry, sir. And, and he did terrible things in India. Would you? Would you like to elaborate, please? I'm unaware. Oh, um, he was he was involved with the um, with the with the British war on the Sikhs. Mm. Man, I never thought about colonialism like that. Jeez. Well, we mostly came here to request, potentially, your assistance in evicting Dr. Hellstrom from Salt Lake City. Oh, and how can I do that? I think that's a bit of a rosy uh, My job is rosy estimations. Um, I know a rosy estimations. Uh, we, we wanted to further understand your electrical grid. Cause My it might, electrical grid? We were under the... In, uh, under the um, well, I, you see, I have uh, this turbine and this battery in the cylindrical structure behind my house. It comes in through the wiring down here, and then I can manipulate it for my research. Yeah, you're basically... We wouldn't call it a grid, exactly. You're providing we, electricity to the city, is what it basically boils down to. What now? Did you, we were under the implication that you provided most of the electricity to Salt Lake City. Oh, no. That that's the power plant. No, he's just the best at making the grid run. Oh, I see. My mistake. Oh, they don't invite me. Oh, down hold there. on. Okay, so no, he's not the best one at making the grid run. Oh, I would be the best. Oh, I see. Okay, so we would if we can get you down there, and would uh, you be able to strategically 
interfere with the with the power plant to protect to maybe make an opening for a all-out attack on Hellstrom. Also, you know, I may have I may have written down a few mu- musings to just this sort of effect. He goes over to uh to uh sort of pull out drawer and opens up the front doors of it. There's uh there's some coats hanging down and the back of it is just sort of open to the air outside of the building. He picks up a he picks up a, a spiral bound binder from the bottom of it and places it down on the table near you. It seems to be completely full of handwritten notes. Wait, how did... could you give me a brief uh, summary of maybe what's in this notebook? Because I, I I admit I am not very science literate. Ah yes, well the first third of it is about the shifting of the guards. The second third of it is how I would be able to manipulate the non-human defenders of the place into accepting me. And the third part is about how I would run the place if I were given the chance. The the second part there. Quick question, the second part there. Are those those big metal humanoid things walking around? Automatons, yes. Well, sentinels in this case. Quick question, do those automatons have anyone in them? Um, well, I assumed they're electrical, but... The name uh, did not suggest it. I know, that's I what mean, I said! That's exactly what I said! I just... But electricity isn't known to have thoughts or accept orders. What, what I'm... I guess we are further questioning is, no one is inside each particular machine making decisions. They all run on a preset set of decisions and how to act. Well, no. I've, I've seen people give them orders and then have them change their behavior. That's weird. Maybe they got ghosts in them? Well, anytime anyone has managed to take one down, it explodes, so... Into ghosts? Into explosions. Fire. Multiple explosions? Uh, several, yes. Oh. Um, Doctor. So, were we able to study said notebook and, um, place you inside the power grid, would you be willing to work with us? If you can get me access to that power grid, I'll do most anything you want. She looks at Gabe. Think we can get this to happen? Yeah, every system has a back door. This one even has a literal back door. May we take this notebook to study from your great observations, sir? Well, I can sort of help you figure it out. In fact, there's a changing of the guards about an hour from now. That's wonderful, but we we need we still need um three other such scientists to speak to. To create a fallout attack, I believe, was the plan. Oh, I, I can get in there without them knowing knowing I'm in there. Uh, oh. Then I thought you needed us to get you in there. I do. You see, every 20 minutes, there needs to be a sort of call sign along the telegram line, which means that they need to have someone human in there during their one-hour shift change. If you can get me past that person or those people, then I can insinuate myself into the grid. You stay there and keep delivering the okay messages? Yes. The other scientists there shouldn't be a big problem. Who does control this this power plant that we'll be getting you into? Hellstrom. Of course. It's power plants uh, number 24. Mm. They're all his. So are there 24 distinct power plants? No, just 24 plants. Actually, more than that, but... Even I'm sorry, still, I don't each, follow. Each of them has a different function. So it's not 24 distinct buildings. 
Oh, it is. Well, it, it's that 23 is, a is a maybe plan. a manufacturing plant, oh, and 22 my is mistake. a I, I, refining right, plant. Right, I understand. 22 Sorry, is mistake. actually vehicle gear. Funnily enough, plant number one is rolling stock. Hmm. So if we get you in there, you can keep the okay going until we arrive at a uh, further plan? Uh, yes, essentially indefinitely, as long as indefinitely is less than a week or two. Might you I see, ask why our limit? A week or two? <laughs> Uh, the plant largely runs itself, so the actual scientists don't come in until something goes wrong. Alright. Plus, he might not want to spend his entire life cooped up in a power plant. Well, I was hoping to talk to these other men within a few days. Then wonderful. No problems at all. Shall we go now? Shall we? It's about 20 minutes. I just had lunch. Can we make so it back I'm down ready. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like good. What about your machines upstairs? Do they need to be shut down or anything? Oh no, never. Never ever. Uh, okay. Might I ask what would happen if they were shut down? The wires would melt. And then the house would burn down. I appreciate this knowledge. Oh, I am being so rude. Can I offer anyone a watercress sandwich? A what now? I would love a watercress sandwich. I myself would also adore a watercress sandwich. What? I'll take two. What is a watercress? I don't care. It's a plant that's crispy, slightly spicy, um, grows in lakes and ponds, I believe. Uh, I guess I'll try it. He's already doddering over to the, uh, to what passes for a pantry. So we have the most dangerous lunch. <laughs> the most dangerous lunch. Except that's not me alive, sneaking out there. We should probably quote-unquote picnic outside, based on the fact that this house appears to be falling apart. Oh, just eat along the way. It'll be fine. We will bivouac in the open field. Is that what that means? I, I, it's, it's close enough for government work. Um, lovely, lovely. He takes out a loaf of bread and slices it up. So that 20-minute uh, intervals, we need to slip you in there in between, right? Yes. Uh, what's the expected opposition? Well, I can't say I've ever been inside the place. However, you can probably expect a couple of ex-quarters, maybe. Or maybe one elite one. And... Uh... Steak. Oh, um... Dr. Hellstrom's professional task forces for the defense of his projects. Are they... They're... And these are more robots? No, more no, those are... Or... Those are very well-paid humans. Okay. But they do tend... I they, think I have a solution. They do tend to have, uh peculiar weaponry. Uh, might you describe some of it to us, please? So we're prepared? Um, your Gatling pistols. I've seen some with rocket packs. I don't know. Whatever Hellstrom is uh, into at the time. And they are very, very loyal. As I recall, the last one that, uh, that, that crossed Dr. Hellstrom ended up uh, lying in his bed in a six-inch steam pipe. Huh. So loyal via fear rather than any sort of money stuff. Also money. Money greases many hinges, though not all. You can be afraid and paid at the same time. Paid and afraid now on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> paid and afraid. He hands out a bunch of watercress sandwiches. Mm, thank you so much, sir. How are they? They're fine. Uh, maybe not your not to your usual taste, but they're 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 well made. It's like peppery, but light. Yeah, so he plates with a shrug kind of thing. Like, 
had better kind of response. It's one of them vegetable sandwiches. Yeah, it's probably have meat on it. Yeah, that would make it much better. I mean, it could. Well, I'm sorry, I can't legally grow meat in my uh, pantry. I haven't figured that one out yet. Or it's just, just a, I, a strange choice of illegal. words. Grow uh, very <laughs> illegal to grow meat for consumption in your uh, in your closet. Grow uh, meat? <laughs> why? That seems like it'd be pretty. Like just grow meat, like on its own, or like as part of an animal. Hmm. He's thinking about um, it. So let, let, let's keep moving. Let, yes, let's keep um moving. He he daughters downstairs. Oh dear, another hole in my floor. And someone's broken the yes, door. I, I I will fully admit, Doctor, that I knocked on your door and it fell in. And I walked on your floor and I fell in. <laughs> hmm, that would explain the smell. He kind of like frowns and nods. Like, he can't even argue. He's not happy, but he won't argue about it. The, the, the smell of blood. I'm you, a blind you smelled old like man. blood when you walked up. Oh, oh okay. Uh, that. Okay. I, yeah, I suppose. And he begins walking swiftly down the uh, the wooden floorboard stairs outside. Just thought he meant my natural cologne. <laughs> Alright, we make toilets. our ways down the stairs. <laughs> my toilet water. Alright. And at the blistering pace of going downstairs rather than up on the side of a mountain, it's a it's a, not too, too long before you find yourself at the fence adorning the outside of the rather unassuming power plant building. And the, the old cataracts man handled the stairs pretty well? Or? Yeah. You get the hmm. feeling he could have done it without looking at all. He is a rather old man in an old house that is only accessible to the to a civilization by stairs. Well, we'll do our best to get him down without dying, assuming he doesn't have some special weird magical elevator. Come with me, and you'll see. Does? It only works for five <laughs> seconds. To a world of pure electrocution. Mm. <laughs> ah, dang, I got that. <laughs> There's a reason no one sing along. <laughs> Alright. So... There appears to be no one guarding the outside of the power plant, at least from your view outside of the, uh, the, the chain-link-looking fence. But you can hear the scream of uh, ghost rock turbines inside. Alright. So, we just go inside, we sick Guillaume on them, and we take it for ourselves, no, is that it? we're gonna need to send the, the proper way to intercept some kind of word, like bird. We need him to get in there and be the single human... We need to take out the one human who's in there saying that everything's okay and instead stick Dr. Tremaine in there. Correct, Doctor? Uh, yes. Preferably the time where the, uh, where, where the okay order comes in needs to not be between when they realize something's wrong and when I am in their place. Alright. Oh, you know the timing on that better than we, uh... Uh, yes, yes, I suppose. Um... He goes up to one of the telegraph wires, and he takes from his pocket just sort of like, just this sort of wheel of sort of steel wire, and he throws it up and over the telegraph line until it runs down the other side. Okay. Uh, someone hold on to this, would you? I look at young. Uh, sure, yes. Alright, so you hold on to that steel wire. I could do this. He goes back and looks closely at the uh, looks closely at the facility through the fence. I'll, w I'll wait for a moment for Kevin to get back, because you also are waiting a moment. 
By the way, your wind healed. Oh, cool. Right. The sandwich. That's right. All right. So uh, to catch you up, Kevin, you went down the, you went back down, and now you're outside the power plant. Oh, cool. Okay. The watercress sandwich was fine. I'm not eating watercress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and also, um, he he pitched a steel wire over the telegraph line and handed it to uh, Guillaume. Clem does not understand. Uh, Guillaume, you receive an uncomfortable jolt to your hand. Ah! And now we can go in. <laughs> you knew this was going to happen. I, I didn't. He probably did. Well, yes, I wasn't going to hold it. What, why did someone have to hold it? So you what, could what, feel what, what did, I did, I, did I steal the electricity? Yep. yep. You you were our electricity detector today. Good job, Gal. I see. You're, you're gaining new well, skills you. by the day. The answer is yes. You take another two wins. The answer is yes. There was All electricity. Right, let's get in there and then go to sleep. It's almost one Josh's fair time. All right. So would you like to um, sort of break here and do the infiltration another day rather than doing a quick streamline one now? I sure. figure if, there, if there's not going to be combat, we could probably do it. But There's, I would, there's probably going to be a combat. Yeah, I'd prefer to have enough there's... time for a suitable action sequence that I could get into. Sink your teeth into? Yeah. We did have a sh- uh, streamlined combat last time. So well, they're not literally... Uh... Sink our teeth into that's uh, you know Steve Mecha Jaw from the Skull Chuckers. Clem has a very high <laughs> biting skill. <laughs> Fighting parentheses biting. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a thing. It it there are some beasts that have that. That would make sense. <laughs> All right, so we pick. Yeah, the, we're gonna. Uh, put yeah, it we're gonna call it here. Uh, everyone gets one bounty points. Woo. Okay. Okay. And what the hell, I don't really I feel like you guys are becoming overpowered quickly, so we'll, we'll get new chips next session, too. Okay. Alright. What was... Right. I did blow two of them already. You got some kind of bounty? Yeah, one, one, ba- one bounty. It one. was a relatively yeah, conflict light session. We climbed up some stairs and fell through a hole. It, it was a lot of me talking and, co- and talking to a man and, and... Well, talking to two men and being highly interested in what they're saying. <laughs> well, I, I guess that means I'm doing my job kind of right. So does anyone have any eating or anachronisms? Anyone too. have any questions, comments, or concerns? No. Um. D- did I make the the Joker spell roll, oh, or is that still up in the air? Okay. I'm very sorry. I was not as around uh, near the end there. No worries. But I like to think I pulled my weight near the beginning a little bit, and I made sure. it a wonderful NPC. <laughs> I, just, I just hope everyone had a good time. <laughs> We did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Found Scrampum's name for later. Scrampum. Scrampum. I will never remember that name even after you tell me. I will not believe <laughs> that anyone thought of that name. Scrampum. <laughs> I'll get you, Scrampum. And then Kill Buff the Tom. Good night, Internet. Me like internet. <laughs> Good night, Scrampum. Good night. <laughs> I got my friend Scrampum. He got middle hands. Scrampum. <laughs> 